Good Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty here with my pretty Penny co-host, Penny Ippinson, and my dazzling Denise Dameron co-host. And, you know, obviously I am just excited as heck. It is the first day of November. And we've just finished up Halloween. We've finished up um, October, which was Breast Cancer Awareness Month, um, Down Syndrome Awareness Month. I mean, we October is a big month for everybody. But what I think a lot of people don't realize is November is equally as big a month. Um, we November is Diabetes Awareness Month. And it just so happens the other day after the show, we were sitting around talking. It was actually the show I did where I shared my story about Elliot and how how basically he changed my life for the better and how I wish more people had an extra chromosome to celebrate. And my uh, our producer and I, we were sitting around talking after the show, and he began to share his story and his journey with type 1 diabetes. And so in honor of Diabetes Awareness Month, we've asked Ryan to come on the show and to begin sharing his story. And so, Ryan, good morning. Thank you for coming on the show and co-producing and being right. a special guest. No, I, I appreciate you guys You know, kind of allowing me to, to jump on. And I got a little bit of a taste last week jumping on, so now I get to do it this week kind of more in full, uh, which is awesome. So... Uh, no, I seriously appreciate you guys allowing me to do this. This is a, this is a huge month for me, and it's been a huge month for me uh, the past now four years uh, that I've had type 1 diabetes. And, you know, you, like you said, you and I got to, to have the conversation after uh, that show a couple of weeks ago, and it just reminded me of, you know, what I've been through so far with type 1 and different people that have impacted me in a positive way and have helped me out with type 1. And, and someone will, uh, that I'll definitely bring up is, is my girlfriend, Carolina Anton. She's amazing. Uh, she's just she's a saint, if, if I do say so myself. But uh, no, type one diabetes, and and I think the big thing too that I want to stress with this month is it's Diabetes Awareness Month. So it's but it's for there's two there's two different ones. Uh, there's type one. And there's type two. I think a lot of people like to lump them together. Well, and your dad, your dad had type two, correct? He did. He did. And so, then he managed. To, he, he's no longer. No longer, yes. Mm -hmm. No longer. He he had type 2. Um, so people, I don't think, realize that there's two different types of this. And they're not, like, yes, they're both diabetes. And, and yes, there are some things that are very similar with that. But they're two totally opposite things. Um, mm -hmm. With type 2, you can, you get it and you can beat it. Type 1, there really isn't a rhyme or reason to why you get it. And until there is an ultimate cure... You can't necessarily get rid of it. Yeah. Well, and you were, okay, so I know you guys didn't get to hear his story the other day. So you were rolling along. Mm -hmm. He was in college, doing his college thing. <laughs> and then you were, was it Thanksgiving you were coming home? So what happened was is, yeah, I, I got this about four years ago. This would have been my sophomore year of college. And so it was coming home from winter break. And so, mind you, it's cold outside, and, you know, you, you normally get, you know, dry mouth, and you're thirsty, and all of that stuff. So I'm going home on the train, and the reason I say that is this is why. I'm going home on the train. It's about a three-hour train ride from up. I, I live up in the Chicagoland area, or that's where I'm from, I should say. And so I'm taking the three-and-a-half-hour train ride back down. And during that three-and-a-half-hour train ride, I went to the bathroom at least five times. Huh. And I'm just kind of spitballing with that number. It was a, it was a lot. And I was constantly thirsty. And I'm like, what is going on? Like this, this isn't this isn't right. Something mm -hmm. feels off. 
And so I finally get to get to, back to Western Illinois, where I'm where I went to school, and I told my dad, and I told my parents, and my dad's first initial thing was, "That's honestly weird. That's not right." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "You you should go get checked out." And mind you, before I go any further, I was a kid that grew up and rarely ever went to the doctor, ever. The only reason I went to the doctor, like I think I had two different occasions. One, I had a dislocated shoulder from football, and another one was like a routine checkup. So I I never went to the doctor, never was sick. So I'm thinking, go to the doctor? What are you talking about? So I go to the doctor, and they ran some tests. And so I told them my symptoms. I told them what was up. They run all these tests, and the next thing you know – um, I'm getting sat down by a nurse, and she goes, Ryan, uh, you, you have type 1 diabetes. And I look at her, and I go, Are, what? So, so get this now. Again, even for me, uh-huh. I didn't know the difference between type 1 and type 2 at that point. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, diabetes? Are you looking at me? I work out every day. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> what are you uh-huh. talking about? There's no way. There's no way. Uh-huh. But then she tells me that it's, it's an autoimmune disease. There's... Uh-huh. It's a tough thing to really break down, but there really isn't a rhyme or reason to it. You had an autoimmune disease. Someone in your family had a different autoimmune disease, and yours just so happened to spark up and basically say, hey, you have type 1 diabetes now. And then I found out about that, and, and the rest is history. Well, and and so, okay, um, sorry. Kate. No, go ahead. No, Denise, so, go. And, and just because I don't, I don't know everything, so there is no triggering factor that, like all of a sudden click here's what made this come to life it was boom here it is honestly and i know that sounds just kind of you know plain and simple but yeah i mean so because i asked them i said what did because we're all human and when i my first question was what did i do wrong Mm -hmm. and she goes you didn't Mm -hmm. do anything wrong she goes Mm -hmm. you probably had have this has probably turned into type one again. It's an autoimmune disease, and they turn into multitude of things. They could turn into different things, but mine was type one. And she said, "You know, you probably got type one, and it started to evolve into type one several months ago. But now you're starting to see it's starting to really take effect. And so, going to the bathroom constantly, being thirsty, getting that dry mouth—that's a—that's a sign of it. And so, yeah, to, to answer your question, it there really isn't a rhyme or reason. It just kind of happened." Well, and, and understanding autoimmune disorders, because we have a plethora of them in our own gene pool, sure. and that is that it's like it's what God has given you. You're created this yeah. way, and it just kind of stays mm-hmm. dormant until it's kind of like a loaded gun, if that's an okay analogy to say, that something, even if it's not anything significant, could slightly, ever so slightly trigger it to say, okay, here it comes. It's time yeah. for it, you know, and it could be 20 years later after you were born, but there's that autoimmune, and for whatever reason, your body's like, here it is. I'm going to show it, yeah. and that's yeah. the, and what you're saying is that's the difference is that what you have is type two. It's just this is just part of your makeup, whereas type one is more so your choices and your behavior. Oh, no. Switch it. Switch it. Ty- it. Switch, right. switch it. Type two. Did I say it backwards? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. okay. Type two is the type two is the um, choices, behaviors, and type one is what he has, where it's the autoimmune. Mm-hmm. But see, it's see, easy to get oh. confused. I until we started having that conversation, I hadn't even. I mean, I knew there were two different types, but I didn't even understand the correlation, which I guess I'm not a doctor, so why should I? But but mm-hmm. but it it does it it's drastically different. And I think it's drastically different in kind of your approach as well, isn't it? Like 
I mean, like, what do you mean by like, that? Like food and eating. Like if I'm type two, then I know that I can make serious alterations to my lifestyle. Right. When you're type one, you basically have to manage it through diet and medication. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So, and again, I don't know completely the type two side of it. Like what you're breaking down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like your, your diet has to change. Uh-huh. You have to do and count your carbohydrates. Same thing like with type one. So that's where the similarity is for type one. Um, again, I'm counting carbs, uh, you know, every meal that I have, and I have to take a certain amount of insulin based upon the amount of carbohydrates that I'm going to consume. So my, as of right now, as we sit here today, my carb intake is for every, for every one carb, no, for every six carbs, I get one unit of insulin. Okay. And that's what it's called. That's the medication that I take. So I take basically, if I'm going to eat 60 carbohydrates, I then have to take that number divided by six, and that's the number of units of insulin that I inject myself with that I have to take that basically, and I like to say, eats, eats the carbs after I consume the food. And that's uh-huh. basically what happens. So it's, it's a diet thing where you have to, because when I got diagnosed, and it's still the same way, you, um, you want to keep your carbohydrate intake per meal around 60 carbs. Now, look, you're going to go over it. We're all human. I do it you know, from time to time. Don't get me wrong. So around 60 carbs is the ballpark where you're counting up your stuff and then you take medicine for it. Like, I can't consume, because it's going to have a bad effect on me, I can't consume 60 carbs without taking any medicine, is basically how it is. Yeah. So what you're also saying is it's it's more so about the carbohydrates mm-hmm. than it is the sugar intake? Yes, yeah. And then I know we're getting short on time here, so when we can bring that up in the next segment if you want to, Kate. But Absolutely. That's, that's a huge no. thing, yes. Penny, I think the carbohydrate thing is huge. Mm-hmm. So when we come back, this is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Awareness Month. We'll be right back. Get your Down Country 50-50 raffle, $121 with only 321 sold. Drawing at Rhinestones and Rodeo January 9th to purchase a ticket up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568, 217-617-3568. Or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Good Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. And we're here celebrating Diabetes Awareness Month. 
And Penny and Denise and I have been lucky enough to convince our producer to tell his story and his journey with type 1 diabetes, um, which began four years ago. Type 1 and type 2 diabetes are uh, different animals. Type 2, you can make adjustments in lifestyle, and and very often you can potentially have a very good outcome with that. With type type 1, it's not that you can't can't have a good outcome sure. with type 1, but it's more a, a life, it's for the rest of your life, and, and it's... Um, it's something very different. And before we actually go any further, um, Penny was asking about the difference between sugar and carbohydrates. But really quickly, um, and I want to get into that. I want tell us real quick what your dad said to you whenever you were diagnosed, because Ryan actually said he said he had I, he had a pretty hard time with this yeah. because it kind of felt a little bit like a life sentence. It was so after I got diagnosed uh, when the you know nurse sat me down. I, mind you, I'm at Western uh, in Macomb. And so I, you know, you kind of take it all in and they're giving me all these different medical things. Hey, here's how you got to prick your finger. And, you know, here's where you got to take, you know, your insulin and this is how it works. And here's a bunch of needles and blah, blah, blah. And again, mind you, I was not someone who got sick often at all. And so you're giving me all this medical stuff. I'm going, what is this? And so after that happened, my parents, and again, I just got back to school. And so my mom, you know, after I told her the news, and she goes, Ryan, I already booked you a train ticket. Come back home. And so I got right back on the train, and I went back up home, back to uh, where I'm from, up in the Chicago area. And so, again, I, you're, I'm still processing all of this, and it hasn't really hit me yet. And then all of a sudden I get home, and I, you know, get into my house or whatever, and I kind of sit down, um, you know, give hugs and everything like that. I sit down. And it just hit me, and I just started bawling my eyes out. And I told myself, I said, and I'm, I'm just, I'm upset. I'm like, this isn't fair. What, what did I do to deserve this? I didn't do it. What did I do? And so my dad, you know, looked at me and he goes, you know, Ryan, he goes, you know, I, I understand how you're, how you're feeling, you know, and I get it. And and he goes, you know, um, take it all in now. He goes, cry about it right now. But he goes, after you're done crying about it right now. Move on from it. Don't let this affect you and change you of who you are. He goes, embrace it. He goes, I'm giving you, and he goes, and I love my dad, and he goes, I'm giving you this window right now to take it all in, to bawl your eyes out, to be upset about it, to scream at your top of your lungs, anything. But after this, move on from it because it's not going to de completely define who you are. And so as soon as he told me that, I... I did just that, and to this day I look at it, and it is a, it, it's something that has turned me into the person I am today, and I think for the better. And ever since he told me that, that completely just changed my perspective on it. Well, and I think, I think with anything that life throws you, it is that perspective that becomes yeah. so very important. Okay, so to go back to Penny's sugar <laughs> and carb question, yeah. here's my example. And actually, I kind of have to – or not example, but um, – so I am a Methodist. And Methodists, in case you don't know what we believe, we believe that the world, all the world's problems can be solved with a casserole and a hug. <laughs> it's just the way we roll. And so having said that, I was having this moment thinking, oh, my Lord, what would Ryan do? Because I'm thinking about those wonderful cheesy mac casseroles, those those wonderful starchy broccoli. And like I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, we'd kill him with our, our kindness. Um, but I guess seriously, how when you're faced in a situation like that. How does that work? I mean, do you not eat or do you have a understanding of what, say, a macaroni casserole does to you? I mean, sure. so no, it's a, it's a great question. At first, 
I'm telling mm-hmm. myself I'm not touching any of that stuff. I got to uh-huh. keep my carbohydrate, you know, count down and, you know, I don't want to eat that. Kind of, I can't eat that kind of stuff. Well, then you, you know, go through and you experience, like, I, I can have all of the same stuff that everybody else is eating. Uh-huh. The only difference is, is I have to sit there, I got a dose for it. Uh-huh. And I probably, and I have to have it in moderation as uh-huh. well. And so, you know, from, from me, so if you talk about like a pasta, right? So I count up all the ingredients and, you know, my family's been great with this. My girlfriend's been great with this. You take all the ingredients you put into it. You count up all the carbs. That is how much that whole entire pasta dish has. And then how many serving sizes you're going to cut up. So you divide that number. That's how many carbs are in that serving. So I can have that. Now, the thing is, is that carb, that's a heavy carb, if you Uh will. So what I'll end up doing is I'll have that pasta and then I'll have a salad on the side that still has a little bit of carbs in it because everything, which that's the biggest thing about diabetes is you find out that literally everything has carbs in it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Salads have carbs in it a little bit, uh-huh. but it has less and there's more you know, good stuff in it, if you will, that'll kind of balance out the hard, big carbs, I guess. So, but to go back to kind of that casserole situation, like where let's say you, you show up somewhere and you don't know all the ingredients in it, would you just not eat it? It's a ballpark. It's a fun. Uh-huh. It's it's a. What, what is my my girlfriend says it all the time. She goes, it's it's an art, not a science. And so we are constantly and and again, I keep bringing her up, but we will go off of our past experience of how much carbs and I don't know how she does it because I can't remember them to save my life. But she will look at a piece of food and go, that has about twenty carbs in it from the last time we ate something like that. So you ballpark it, and she uh-huh. does this, and I don't know how the heck she does it. But uh-huh. yeah, so she she will tell yeah. me like that has twenty carbs in it. So we'll ballpark. Right, you it. have to make sure your girlfriend watches the show oh, I will. because just so you know, he's not just saying this because he's on the radio. Like he waxed poetic about oh. how much easier you make his life, um, and so I think that is something that probably we ought to talk about. Yeah, your family makes such a big difference. Actually, your family and your friends, and I, as you know, you guys know, I always say we draw. You know comparisons and lines between everything because there is no box. It's not like Ryan's over here living in the type one diabetes box and that's where we're going to keep him for the rest of his life. Like there is no type one diabetes world. So your friends and your family become incredibly important in this journey and helping how to figure out. And he's, you, you are incredibly lucky in that you have a family. One, I love what his dad said in like, okay, take your time. You got five minutes, and then mm-hmm. after that, you're done with this. You aren't a quote-unquote diabetes person. Yep. You're a person who lives with diabetes, and this is the way it's going to be. And then, you know, your family has built that that support in because that that's helpful because sometimes trying to figure out all that stuff on your own mm-hmm. is really difficult. Um I recently read a really cool article, mm-hmm. and it was on a mom who went somewhere with her little kiddo with autism, mm-hmm. and the kiddo had done great all day long, like you know, but she knew it was time, and she was trying to get out of this park, and then the meltdown it like it just hit, you know what I mean, like it hit, and it was a full on he wasn't going anywhere, it was a done deal, and a gal a friend of hers happened to be in the park at the same time. And she walks through the crowd who was gathered around just staring and literally just was with her and helped her walk that walk and walk that journey. And what I love about when you when you tell your story about diabetes is is like how how much your family and your friends have walked this journey with you. Mm-hmm. And 
and they've chosen to view it as as you know this is just this is just our lifestyle choice this yeah. is what we have to do to help Ryan be the best person he can be and then i think the cool part and you just said it a little bit ago is that you feel like you're a better person because of this journey that was put in front of you honestly yeah i i think i'm you know better for this i i have a whole i had a whole once i embraced it and did what my dad told me you know now you you have this so you know take it in it honestly gave me a different perspective on life and honestly i started thriving more in college with that perspective and it landed me a dream job of talking sports on the radio here at wgm and, and producing so, this show right and producing the show that's what <laughs> yeah. i that's that's the biggest thing absolutely and so no you, you bring up this the support cast side of it real quick there kate and, and that's a huge thing as well and Going back to to my girlfriend's side of it, I met my girlfriend, and I kid you not, about two, three weeks after I got diagnosed. And so I got diagnosed. I went back to school, and I'm taking this all in. And I met her, and I told her that first day, like, you know, I have type 1 diabetes. And the first thing she said, well, what do I need to do? I, I just met her. Aww, I'm not even kidding you. What do I need to do? How do I need to help? And from that moment on, I knew that she was the exact one. And mm -hmm. so what she does is, and, and this is a huge thing, like if you're listening and you have someone who has type 1 diabetes, be that support for them because it is such a huge thing. Like you bring up the fact of when you go to a party and, or wherever and there's food that you don't know how many carbs are in it. I'll be honest with you, I get overwhelmed myself because mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I have to have this amount of stuff, but this could happen and this could happen. And I get this, you know, the hand on my shoulder and go, Ryan, it's okay. And that's my girlfriend. She goes, this has this, this has this, this has this, dose for that, you'll be fine. I got you. Uh -huh. And it is a sigh of relief yeah. in the way that she cooks stuff and the way that she embraces it. And she always tells me, and another thing that sticks out to me is uh, she goes, you don't have type 1 diabetes, Ryan. We have type 1 diabetes. And she is just an absolute saint oh, when it comes to it. I love that. You better uh, keep her. I know. <laughs> I know. Keep her. Keep her. Yeah. And definition. All right. Well, and it's just acceptance. It's just accepting. It this is. is it. Versus resisting yeah, no, no, no. and everything you're accepting it and she's accepted that this is a we thing it's not just a you that's thing that's right that's right and i, I love think it at the end of the day i mean you have to you have to get to that point in time where you could have thrown a fit all day long you could still be throwing a fit it wasn't going to change it at all right. like it was the new reality and mm -hmm. so that's that's awesome yeah and when we come back uh, we're going to have ryan give us his top 10 tips and tricks for living with type 1 diabetes and for now this is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything we'll be right back don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things brad kurz your local edward jones financial advisor does Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. 
Get your Down Country 50-50 raffle, $121 with only 321 sold. Drawing at Rhinestones and Rodeo January 9th. To purchase a ticket, up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568. Good Sunday morning. Welcome back. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty with Denise Dameron and Penny Ippinson, and we have Ryan today, and we are celebrating Diabetes Awareness Month. Ryan is producer. He's been living with type 1 diabetes for the last four years. And right now, he's going to give us, um, in this final segment, his top 10 tips and tricks. I totally put him on the spot. You really did. You really anyway, did. Anyway, you, you, you will survive. That's you right. will survive. Now she's busting out in the song, so we know we're going to survive. Uh-huh. All right. No, I, for top 10, I mean, where do you, where do you kind of want me to – I'm trying to think. So, like 10 being – like one being the best. So. Okay. One would be just just have that support. Mm-hmm. Just have that support. Like again, if I if reinforce it, if you are a family and one of your you know family members has type one, be a support system for them. It is so helpful. It is a, such a huge thing. Um, gosh, number two, I think would just be to embrace it. To embrace mm-hmm. you know type one diabetes. Um, to, you know, not let it completely define you, but also embrace it in the standpoint of make yourself a better person. Um, number three would probably be to do the right thing and actually, like, do what you're supposed to do with it. You know, don't listen to somebody, oh, you'll be fine if you don't do this. You don't, No, no, no. Do what you are supposed to do. Take your insulin, count your carbs, do what you're supposed to do. Um, gosh, Kate, you put me on the spot here. Exercise. Um, Exercise. You know what? Yes. So much self control. (laughs) Yes. Um, Exercise definitely would be number four for that one. Um, I feel like I actually got more into shape after I got diagnosed with type one because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, if I keep working out, I can maybe beat this or I can, you know, in the Uh standpoint of feeling better about myself. Um, So that's a good one. Um, And uh, no, Denise, what did you say? What was the one that you said? I said self-control. Yes. I mean, you know, that goes yes. right into that. It, self-control is huge. You know, I know it's tough sometimes when you're seeing everybody have that piece of cake and you're just like, oh, I want some. Well, then be mindful and sit there and put it in your in your carb count for when you eat, you know, dinner or something like that. You know that that's how much you're going to take. That's that's a great one um, from the standpoint of uh, the self-control. Um, let me think. What about faith? Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. Um, mm-hmm. I think that. And that's another thing. That's another thing that my dad said. Um, you know, he he told me he goes, God can only give you as much as you can possibly handle. And he gave you this, and he knows that you can handle it. He knows that you're going to be someone that's going to uh, embrace it in a positive way. And I and I've done, I think, or at least try to do just that. So definitely, faith is a huge one, no doubt. Um, what else you got, Kate? I mean, you're just you're just spitting. Hey, but no, because it's kind of like like it again, is. it's that the, the, you're doing a great job Thank sharing you. your story. By Thank the you. way, number seven, I think, would be share your story. Yes, no, absolutely, yeah. talk about it and find different people that also have it, and also know that because that's something for me that one of these days I really want to get into it. I want to be a voice for for more people that if they wanted to reach out to me, how do you deal with this? How do you do this? And and help people along those lines and and be that support, no doubt. It's not a dirty little secret. I mean, it's it's a life condition you live with. It is. Um, and then, oh, what about medical care? Like finding the right doctors yes. or anything? Oh my gosh! Like if you fi- find the right person that understands you and that you know sits there and and is cool to just to talk about all of this stuff and you know is a is another support 
system with this as well. Because the choices are different. Like I might have type one and you might have type one, but Find how we yeah. how we choose to approach our Absolutely. medical treatment. Yes. Find someone that helps you out with that. Oh, that's good. Uh, let me trying to think. We got we got two more, two more. We can come up yeah. with them. I mean, you know, because that's. It, I mean, all those. It's I think it's about like to do your research, research. do your research, yes. make sure you that's understand. This is, why you guys, this is why you guys do such great things on this show. My goodness, <laughs> um, no, do research. Yes, look up because there's always things that are ever changing. Um, I went from pricking my fingers to you know I wear a patch on my arm that tells me what my blood sugar is. So I'm not pricking my fingers. Things change and constantly change. I'm glad you say that because I find a lot of people. We run into a lot of people in our area, especially, and they're like, "Oh well, I had that. Well, when was the last time you checked on your condition?" 10 years ago yeah dude no like there's no, so many things like, that change so constantly. many things but can, uh, can i can i add one yeah can i add one and i guess this might be the 10th one it, it may not be as big as i feel like it is love yourself yeah. oh just no love, that's great just love you mm-hmm. this is who you are love yourself if you love yourself those around you are going to love you and it's just going to be amazing i don't know i don't want to take your thunder but no, to no, me no. it's just all this says Ryan loves himself. He's good. He loves his family. He loves everything about where he's at. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was perfect. No, seriously. I'm glad she said that because I think that wraps it up perfectly. If you, you know, love what who you are and, you know, embrace who you are, you will become a better person because of it. Yeah. And this is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything. And we are celebrating Diabetes Awareness Month and all those who live um, with this condition. And anyway, we will see you next Sunday. Ryan, God bless you and thank you. And for all the listeners out there, go out and be better today.